Welcome to episode 36 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Saturday, people. Saturday, the 7th of September, 2019. How's your week been? I hope it's been good. Um, I do. Genuinely. I know that sounds sarcastic. Uh, So difficult these days to know whether anybody is being sarcastic or not. Uh, (laughs) But uh, particularly over text message, I find. Definitely. That sounds cool, does it? Are you sure? Are you sure that sounds cool? Um, But yeah. I hope your week has been going well. My week has been all right. All right. Fair to middling, as they say. Um, I have uh, been suffering a little bit uh, this week with the old uh, groin pain. I know. I know. I'm still going on about it. Still milking that for all it's worth. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's it's been flaring up a little bit. The old uh, fucking swelling down below. Um, has been uh, happening this week, um, but uh, I had to cancel a gig on Thursday because I couldn't fucking walk. Uh, last night, uh, Friday's gig was cancelled anyway, um, with about 24 hours notice because the venue wasn't open and um, I am rushing like fuck tonight because all the swelling's gone down, so I've got another test gig. See if my fucking ballsack can handle it. And um, uh, that is uh, fairly local tonight in Camborne. Um, so, uh, yes, it is at the minute UK time, UK, Scotland, England, Wales and Northern Ireland. It is uh, around about half six at the minute. Uh, so I've got to get a bit of a wiggle on because uh, I'm closing a gig. As I say, it's near Cambridge, near Cambridge. So I can go down do my bit, and then come away, straight away. Literally be there about 40 minutes, that's it. Um, Which is not too bad. Let's have a bit of tea. Come on, tea. Right, so, um, yeah, so last gigs really this week have been like Tuesday, um, which I was all right for, and then fucking suffered for afterwards. Uh, I ain't going to lie to you. Um, But ran through some new stuff, at a lovely gig, Comedy and Cocktails in Leicester, which is quite a, quite a young downstairs in a cellar, quite a young sort of like audience, quite young uni crowd, and ran through some n- new stuff from notes uh, on stage. Oh, I know. Have a look at me being unprofessional. I know. Um, but uh, I needed the notes there just to run through like a few bullet points just to, that's what I do with new material. I'll run it out like that. Uh, I won't learn it all. I'll just have a few bullet points that I want to hit and then um, and then go on from there uh, and hopefully make it work on stage. Although there was a few little bits that I fucking forgot and fucked up a little bit, but the audience were that cool uh, and they're aware it's a new material night which is a un, uh, unquenchable, is that the right word? Unquenchable resource that we need as uh, comedians, as stand-ups to uh, go out there and have nights like that where people are just like, oh, fucking hell. He's just trying some new material. Let's everybody chill out, relax. And um, there's a nice sort of vibe to that gig at Comedy and Cocktails in Leicester. Um and it's a sweet room as well. Like I say, it's a sweet room. You go downstairs to it, 
It's kind of low ceilings. It's kind of dark. Um, although, saying that, the audience were better lit than the axe the other night. But, hey, you can't have everything. Um, but that was probably a good thing uh, if everybody's doing new material. Sometimes you don't want the spotlight on you. <laughs> and then after that, I nipped over to uh, Nottingham, uh, which um, was a fucking nice gig, to be fair, uh, for, uh, for Often Funny. Um, which is based in Alfreton, pronounced often. Um, but uh, this was actually in Nottingham City Centre in uh, what I can only describe as an MC Escher picture fucking pub. It was... I, I, I walked in the pub. I walked in one door. I didn't know if I was in the same pub because I went up a fucking staircase, up another staircase, up another staircase, and then appeared in some sort of room, and then I had to walk inside this fucking tiny little door and the the pub was like uh the the gig was right through this secret little door um which i realized i could have just got to from a staircase like the other end of it but uh they didn't uh seem to uh, want to tell me that's the way to get up there um but uh it was quite a cool little gig it's a, i let met the uh, guy who runs the pub afterwards and i was chatting to a few people afterwards because it was quite a diverse um, sexuality-wise pub. There was, um, you know, a wide scope of... Um, apparently, the pub's, like, um, uh, really really got quite, like, a, a, a diverse mix of uh, genders, sexualities, and race that goes in there, which is really, really odd um, for, a, for a pub... Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know many pubs like that. Um, you either have, like, specifically um, gay pubs or um, you... But um, it was uh, it was really good, like, testing ground to, to try out... Um, to run through my set there and, um, and clarify certain things that needed to be clarified for that audience. Um, not because I was changing my material at all, because I didn't change my material, but just clarifying your viewpoint on things, because everybody fucking judges you as soon as you walk out on stage. And I'm a guy dressed in fucking black with a skinhead, so everybody's, like, fucking twitchy at places like that. Um, you know, there was a lot of gay guys in the audience, a lot of uh, lesbian women, I imagine. Um, I didn't ask them, um, but, you know, you can tell. And um, there was a certain vibe to the gig that um, they were a little bit prickly on some sort of subjects, but um, it ended really, it ended, I think, uh, yeah, fucking hell, yeah, and ended with the uh, me pissing about with the landlord uh, who uh, was proposing marriage to me. And um, I, 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 I'm not uh, not going to lie to you. I was considering it, people. <laughs> 42 years as a straight man. I think maybe. Maybe it's time to turn. Maybe it's to try a different tact. Um, so uh, that was actually quite good fun. Um, going down that route and um, exploring all, all the different sort of like, cli- you know, the fucking straight guy cliches who's just become a gay guy. I suppose. Um, But uh, it was interesting talking to the audience afterwards and um, seeing um, what sort of things need clarification because obviously 
certain things are. Everybody takes, you know, like that baggage with them about what they look like, don't they? You know, and I don't explain all the time that I've got skinhead, not because I've got any fucking political leanings. It's not a political haircut. Uh, it's just I can't be fucked to um, uh, go to the hairdressers to pay somebody fucking money um, to cut my hair so I have to do it myself. And uh, not being a trained hairdresser, I have limited styles that I do, people. <laughs> uh, i just switch on the fucking uh, electric razor and away I go. That's it. You know, I'm not looking through beauty magazines, picking up tips, people. Um, so, uh, it was interesting sort of like, uh, as I say, chatting to him afterwards, um, and getting that sort of, um, feedback about what they thought I was going to be like when I walked on and the way I was, um, like, uh, at the end of the gig after, afterwards, that was quite interesting and how there's a line in there that I talk about, um, like how people, how um how guys these days can't really show emotion or anything like that um they can't really do that um without being uh outed by like as a straight guy you can't sort of like show like any emotion without somebody just dismissively just saying you fucking gay or whatever um and clarifying that point um, that you're not just like reinforcing that prejudice. You're actually trying to fucking poke a needle in it. Um, but it was quite interesting from their, from their point of view uh, and not just to go, oh, shut the fuck up and walk off, actually uh, talking to people afterwards. And they were fucking a really nice bunch of, um, you know, there was like there was like a married couple, I think I was talking to, who had been together fucking 19 years, who were a year younger than me. Jesus Ah, that puts your life into perspective, people, I tell you. That puts your fucking life into perspective when you meet people who have been married and happy for 19 years and they're a year younger than you. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell, man. Jesus. Uh, But they were were a really nice couple and uh, really funny. But um, it was nice chatting to them afterwards and chatting to a few others and chatting to the landlord and uh, and Tommy, who... uh, runs the gig as well um so that was that really uh that's been the gigs this week apart from tonight i know uh it's been a bit of a bit of a fucker i was meant to be comparing thursday night but i couldn't i just couldn't fucking walk and it was going to be labored um for me um and a bit painful to get there so uh but tonight everything seems a little better downstairs as they say um So I've been uh, not, uh, I've been doing quite a bit of writing this week. Getting fucking sidetracked as well. Jesus, man. Finally um, sorted, uh, got all my website sorted and everything this week as well. Uh, You can have a look at that at uh, www.benbriggs.co.uk. The UK. Um, Yeah, so uh, that's been rehashed. for me this week and uh, that's looking a little bit better but that was a bit time consuming and there's some other stuff that i've fucking had to put on the back burner i know i keep promising fucking extra stuff in the fucking podcast people i know there's people looking at their watches going you've been doing this for the last three four episodes ben i know i'm a natural born procrastinator that's what i should have fucking called the podcast natural born procrastinator are you one of those people as well people out there 
who just like finds other things to consume their day other than doing what they should be fucking doing. That's it, isn't it? I haven't got, you know, this will come to the stage where I, I'm fucking on my deathbed and just saying, right, I haven't got time for that right now. I've got these other bits to do. I've got to watch this fucking documentary series on Netflix before this happens. <laughs> before I shake off this mortal coil. I've just got, oh, Jesus, backed up stuff on Netflix I've got to do and things on Amazon and I've got to fucking buy on my wish list. I haven't got time to die. Um, yeah, talking of which, which I have, uh, which I have watched this week, uh, recommendation from fellow comedian, stand up, uh, Big Johnny P, uh, John Pearson, I watched the fucking, uh, documentary Unacknowledged on Netflix. Now, I don't know if you've seen this or if you haven't seen this, um, I'm fucking awful, for watching uh, anything like that, anything conspiracy theories or anything like that, particularly because I'm watching it on my own at home and I've got nobody else with me to say, that's fucking bullshit. I'll just believe the lot. Just believe everything, Um, which is what I did with the Unacknowledged documentary. I'm like, fucking hell, they're walking around among us. Aliens, they're everywhere. Because the guy's wearing a fucking tie, and he looks like professional. He's probably wearing glasses, something like that. And I immediately think, yeah, he knows what he's on about. Not that they're completely barking mental. Um, but uh, watch that documentary if you love conspiracy theories. And uh, even if you don't love conspiracy theories, it's well worth a watch. Um, that documentary. It's, uh, it's fucking like, you know. It's it's always the same thing. They always get somebody who's worked in, like, NASA or worked in some sort of... Uh, uh, it takes the same... Some sort of government agency, isn't it? They've always worked for them. I don't know where these people are, where they, they find these people. And uh, they just Google people who have worked in government agencies uh, who are willing to spill the beans. Oh, yeah, it comes up with this guy. Let's contact him. Plus the fact, if it is real, why the fuck would you be on a Netflix documentary if you were told to hush it up, you know? Wouldn't you be looking over your shoulder, like, all the time, just waiting for that JFK headshot as soon as you fucking leave the door? Ah, as soon as you open your front door, bang. Uh, Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. If you're told to hush it up, and there is really aliens out there, and it's going to be a massive thing that's going to blow everybody's mind. You're not going to sit there on a Netflix documentary going, yeah, make sure you keep these a secret. It's just between us two, right? Yeah, no problem, mate. This is only going out on Netflix. Millions of people are going to see it. Ah, dear. So um, that was quite interesting watching that, but I'm totally convinced afterwards. This is how I go with it. This is my logic uh, with watching any conspiracy theory like that. My logic is I'll watch it. If the guy is wearing glasses or a tie, I'll believe it. And then I'll go online and watch people calling the documentary a load of shit. And then I won't believe it again. And then I'm back to square one. That's it. (laughs) And I've just wasted an hour and a half's documentary, an hour and a half's Googling. And then I'm back to the same point I got to just going, yeah, it's all bullshit. Uh, So... 
Uh, yeah, so I watched that, and then I've just been working my way through today. Uh, the new uh, Hip Hop Evolution started uh, on Netflix, which is fucking uh, interesting because it's 90s. And, and again, I've pretty much been watching that, and I want to be a black rapper from the 90s. That's what I want to... That's, that's it. Now, not one of the ones who got shot, not Biggie or Tupac, just, you know, I want to be around in that era because that was pretty much my era. Uh, that I listen to still like hip-hop music. I know. I know. People out there. I was uh, I was big into Oasis in the 90s, but um, uh, I did used to listen to um, Tupac and Biggie and all, all of those uh, guys as well. The East Coast, West Coast rivalry. Uh, Bad Boy and um, Death Ray Records, wasn't it? So, um, yeah. You don't see that anymore either, do you? People are more concerned with making money than turf wars in the hip-hop community now. Um, you don't see many shootings uh, where rappers are just getting fucking taken out left, right and centre. Um, but it was uh, quite interesting watching uh, watching that and seeing the lead-up to everything. I've seen loads of fucking documentaries about that as well, like the Tupac shooting and the Biggie Smalls uh, shooting, and they all end up the same fucking way. Nobody knows. Revealed how uh, Biggie Smalls was shot, and then there's a fucking two-hour documentary, and at the end of it, they go, well, we don't really know. Uh, We don't really know who fucking did it. You could have told me that two fucking hours ago. Stop trying to reveal things, you know, making it like you've got a little secret and, like, revealing a big thing. And then at the end of it, it goes, well, it could have been this guy or it could have been this guy or it could have been this guy. And it was probably not this guy. Uh, yeah. So um, so I've been working my way through that as well um, today. But uh, what have I seen in the news this week? Uh, like, since, well, since Tuesday, really, isn't it? Since Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Talking of people who need to be shot. Fucking hell. This is one horrendous story that I fucking... Um, read this week, like since Tuesday, I should say, since Tuesday. Uh, YouTuber streams himself battering puppy for vile abuse channel. What the fuck is wrong with people? People are being urged to re- urged to report a YouTube channel. Just fucking report it. Showing videos of a puppy being battered and bitten by its owner. The fucking arsehole, man. A disgusting video of a YouTuber whacking his pet has been viewed thousands of times on social media. Does he get sponsorship for that? Jesus. Uh, fucking hell, what, what fucking mental fucking YouTube channel is this? The fucking dog looks shit scared. It's fucking awful. I'm, I've not got the video up, by the way. I'm just reading the fucking article. Actor and comedian Ricky Gervais. Oh, right. Okay. He's been on it already. Fuck it. Uh, nothing's original, Ben. Uh, said he wants to smash his face in after being tagged in the footage while others described it as horrid and vile. Yeah. Fucking Ricky Gervais loves a fucking sharing that shit, doesn't he? Um, I mean, like, outing people like that rather than fucking uh, supporting it. Sharing the video, one Twitter user said, uh, I have no idea what to say anymore. This fucking geezer, man. He's just, like, sitting in a fucking... I don't know. He, is he Korean? It says Korean web sort identified the YouTuber uh, known as... I ain't even going to attempt that name. I ain't even going to attempt it and say it's not the first time he's been called out for this behaviour. Really? Fucking hell. Is he... he just looks like he's eating a fucking dog online. The fucking asshole. People like that need to be shot. 
Uh, I know there's worse things out there, like abusing kids and fucking stuff like that. I know that. That's terrible. But fucking, that dog looks well cute as well. And he's fucking biting its face and it looks shit scared. Oh, you just want to get older people like that, don't you? You just want them to do that in front of you, but they're not going to do it, are they? Um, Why the fuck would you put that on fucking YouTube as well? Korean website reported police had turned up at his home after a viewer complained about him whacking his dog. Well, yeah. Yes, I can do whatever I want. I warned you, they can't do anything to me if I hit my dog. It's a fucking... Jesus! The fucking... Oh! What a... Oh, man. I just... Oh, I need to... Fuck it. Yeah. You know. The fucking entitlement to... Fucking hit a dog now. That's it. I can. Is that what the world's come to, people? The fucking entitlement. I can do whatever I want. If I want to hit my dog, I'll hit my dog. Ah, man. Jesus. That's a plane ticket over to Korea, isn't it? And fucking grab hold of that little cunt. Um, But there's fucking loads of shit like this online, isn't there? Loads of fucking things like the guy fucking hitting the fucking pony the other week. And ah, man. These sick fucks out there, man. I know there's a lot worse things in the world, but, like, you know, it's just some innocent, isn't it? I imagine the dog's not a fucking asshole. You know, it's not going around biting people, fucking mm, burgling people, breaking into their houses or something like that. I don't know. It might be. I haven't seen the video. I've just seen the report of it um, because, like, I think the video's been taken down now. That's it. Not that I was searching through... Korean man bites dog, and then there's a fucking whole list of shit that comes up. <laughs> I'm not saying this is a stereotypical Korean thing to do either. I know. I know about the, uh, you know, I know about the jokes about the dietary uh, habits of Korean people. Um, you know, not to suggest it's like dog sushi or anything that he's trying, but... Um, Fuck, you know, there's a stereotype and a half, isn't there? Ah, it's all stereotypes today on the Ben Briggs podcast. Here we are. Uh, But, like, fucking hell. Jesus. You know, biting a fucking dog, like, just for the fucking kicks and getting the fucking hits. Are there, you know, there's better things to do with your time, isn't there, people, than biting a fucking dog just to get hits on your YouTube channel? You know, I don't know what he could do. I don't know anything else he could do other than that. Fucking, you know, just sit there wanking on a porn channel or something. I don't know. He looks fucking angry as fuck. He looks like a Korean John Lennon. He's got those glasses on and his head's, hair's all fucking slicked down. Ah, uh, dear. He, he looks, yeah, he looks like a sort of like a little bit like a 90s Korean Liam Gallagher with those fucking round glasses on. He's the typical archetype of what I would say a Korean person would resemble. I know that sounds, you know, stereotypical, but you've got an idea of a Korean geek in your head. That's this guy. You know, I didn't put that image there just now, did I? We all know we've all got that fucking image in our head, haven't we? <laughs> and his dog looks fucking shit scared. One day, you'd love it, wouldn't you? If you just fucking tried it with another dog and it just ripped his fucking face off. But unfortunately, I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, the dog looks fucking shit scared. But I have no 
reasoning behind why somebody would do that and why some fucker would put that on the internet. Not that I'm advocating killing the geezer, but Jesus, he needs a fucking kick in, doesn't he? You know, somebody dressed up as a... What would be ideal retribution would be somebody to dress up as a fucking dog and beat the fuck out of him. That would be it. (laughs) That would be fucking karma in a fucking nutshell, people. Uh, Yeah, so that horrendous story is something uh, that I saw this week. Um, Other horrendous things. Horrendous things happen all the time. I talk about it uh, a little bit in my set, like ISIS videos and shit like that. I didn't know this week there was a blooper video out there that I've seen. It's fucking brilliant. Ah, Uh, somebody from IS, or as it's reported on there, or ISIS, as uh, most of us know it, um, uh, there's a fucking blooper reel. It's only about 26 uh, seconds long. Some geezer's sitting there. He's all isis up. This is his big chance to make me ISIS video. And in the background, fucking birds squawking. (laughs) Ah, dear. Nothing ever runs right, mate. You know, this is that is exactly why I don't edit this podcast at all. Uh, because there's always something that could go. He should have left that in. There's always something that could have left, uh, could be uh, hopefully not going wrong with this podcast. But uh, he should have left the squawking bird in. It would have showed a more human side to him. He's got his game face on. He's all iced up. He's sitting there. This is my big opportunity. This is why I left my homeland, to come and fight for this cause. And there's a fucking bird in the background. (laughs) Just squawking every fucking few seconds and he has to stop. Oh, man, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, It's nice to see. Uh, Not nice to see his human side from ISIS, but nice to see that, uh, that it took a little bit more work for him to make them fucking shitty videos. Um, I, I was waiting when it, to be honest, like all of us, when I was watching that, I was thinking this is going to be a fucking beheading video gone wrong, isn't it? <laughs> like somebody just goes to cut their head off and goes, ah, the knife's blunt. Ah. <laughs> or an instructional on it. I don't know. But, uh, it wasn't, it was just, uh, it was just the, uh, <laughs> It was just the bird squawking in the background, but I urge you to seek that video out. It's fucking hilarious. Just to see the guy go from serious just to melting. And then just, I imagine he's running through his head, somebody's brandishing a knife near him going, he needs to get this video done, which is pretty much how I treat my own podcast. (laughs) Ah, damn, man. But fucking hell. Even ISIS suffer from uh, editing issues. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not that I edit this, obviously. Obviously. Uh, and the last story I saw this week, what we got left? We've got about three minutes left. See if we can get this in, people. Um, funeral meal leaves at least nine dead and dozens sick in Peru. Uh, now, I've had some uh, fucking dodgy buffets in my time at funerals and um, at weddings. Uh, but nobody has ever died uh, because of what they have eaten. Uh, this is from Lima. Um, at least nine people have died and dozens more become ill after eating contaminated food at a funeral in the Peruvian Andes. Fuck me. He didn't want to go alone. Did he? That could be it. He didn't want to... Who, who'd have thought that? You know, when you die, 
what do you want from your funeral? Oh, I just want, you know, you know, hey, people are like that, aren't they? You know, what do you want from your funeral? I don't want anyone to wear black. Okay, I just don't want any, I want a celebration of my life. That's what I want. Do you want nine people to die? Fucking no. <laughs> well, nobody's ever going to forget that fucking funeral, are they? Nobody is ever going to fucking forget that fucking funeral. Nine people died because of what the health officials said that a total of 50 people were affected and 20 of those were hospital with, hospitalized with stomach pains and vomiting after a wake the previous day in the Ayacuncho region of south-central Peru. Regional health director told a local radio station that the victims reported eating a meat dish and consuming a drink fermented corn called chicha. Chicha? Something like that. The food appeared to have contained organophosphates, a family of chemicals used in pesticides. There we go. <laughs> Fuck me. This is fucking lovely. They've put on a lovely spread, sweetheart. That's what you say at funerals, isn't it? That's what you say to stop that awkward fucking weird thing. Everybody's upset at a funeral, isn't it? And that's your go-to phrase, isn't it? That's your go-to compliment to the fucking widow who's sitting there draped in fucking black lace. That's what you say. Oh, you put on a lovely spread. You couldn't even say that. You've killed nine people, sweetheart. That's what you've done. You've killed nine people. You've put on an awful spread. You put this this could fucking just the domino effect at these funerals. That's what it could be. The first one, nine people die. Then if nine people die at each of those nine, Jesus. You know, and it just escalates from there. This could just wipe out the whole of uh, Peru and South America just by having funerals. If they don't get the food right out <laughs> Jesus fucking hell. One died leads to nine deaths. Fuck me, man. Uh, that is fucking hilarious. Uh, obviously not for the people involved. Uh, I imagine anyone there uh, who goes to another funeral. Ah, do you want something from the buffet? No, no, no. You're all right. You're okay. You're okay. Thank you. I'm okay. I, I, I ate earlier. Do that old thing that you do. <laughs> no, you're right, sweetheart. I've, I've eaten earlier. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, why, why is it frothing? Why is the fucking sausage rolls green? Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so that was uh, uh, the fucking horrendous story of um, uh, people dying uh, as a result of uh, catering at a funeral. That would be bad, wouldn't it? You're not gonna get you're not gonna get a good review for the catering at that funeral if you've done it, are you? Uh, but anyway, what are we on? Uh, we're on 31 minutes. Sorry about the lackluster slapdash uh, episode this time. Um, we will be back. I will be back on Tuesday. More professionally, more prepared. And we're going to get that stuff sorted for for Tuesday. More stuff in the episodes um, that will be more interesting to you and uh, hopefully a lot funnier as well. Uh, so that's it. Uh, that was episode 36 of the Ben Briggs podcast. Uh, I am, uh, going to jump in the bath and fuck off, uh, from here. I hope you have a good rest of the weekend. Subscribe to this on the Apple podcast. 
Um, you can also subscribe on my YouTube channel and um, uh, and through the Podbean website and uh, on SoundCloud as well. You can leave little comments on there as well, which is pretty cool. Uh, so I will be back on Tuesday. Have a good rest of your weekend, motherfuckers. See you then.